preach in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us stand to our Bibles. We shall read in the book of John, chapter 6. We shall start from 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the word, the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Yokana mukaga, nkaga mukago, kutuka kunkaga muenda. Abo kubai gizwabe, bancheva, vadidira, nevata dayok tambrida wamunaye nati. Our yes nagamba, ekuminava vidinti, era namwe, muagara okugenda. Simon Petero namudamunti, mukama wafe, tunagenda wa, eriani. Arina evgambo evyobramu otaguao. Nafe tukiriza, netutegera ngagwe ori, ngagwe ori mutukuvu wakatonda. Amen. Let us be seated. I don't know whether 69 really came out the way I wanted. But, but the English version says, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Amen. I welcome you back from the week, from the mini conversion I can call it. Yeah, I believe it was a blessing to us. And uh, Amen. we appreciate God. It's not always easy to speak after after people are put at around they are almost clocking heaven, 99 percent. You wonder even what tell them. So I, I, I think I made like uh, around three summons today. And um, I would make this one, drop it, start another and drop it. So I just said, let me go with this one. Anyhow. But I believe the Lord will speak to us. Yes, in a simple but still in a mighty way. Yeah, I'm a bit weak, weak, so uh, I, may, I'm, I, will, I will preach myself. Yeah. Um, I want us to share about uh, why do we come to Christ? Why, why we should come to Christ? 
That's my subject. Praise God. Uh, we have just uh, picked this from that scripture where uh, Jesus actually this story starts right away from when Jesus tells the disciples uh, to, to eat of his flesh and drink of his blood and he said, whoever does not do so has, has no part in me. And uh, those words now, they seem okay, but if any other preacher also comes up now and says the same thing, it will still be a stumbling block to many. Or let us say, if Jesus was in our day, because he started after John the Baptist, and he also started preaching, and having conventions and crusades, then he comes up with such a sermon that day with the many of, you know, the church had increased. Uh, people were very many. I think because of the miracles. And the bread. It was such a good church to go to. But uh, uh, many of them did not have a real, clear, proper reason why they went to that church. Are you understanding me? Okay. Yeah, today I'm, I'm, uh, I, I purpose to speak like that, unless something happens. <laughs> um, so, these members of the church that day they sat waiting for the pastor and when the pastor stepped on the pulpit the sermon was not usual if you do not drink of my blood and eat of my flesh you have no part in me Actually, he started by saying, I'm the bread of life that came down from heaven. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, mudungu. and they are all dead. But whosoever shall eat of me and drink of my blood has eternal life. And he even made it clear. People thought just eating of him, he didn't. He said, eating my flesh. If you read it somewhere, he said, my flesh. And uh, people knew very well for someone to start drinking human blood, and eating human flesh. He must be like a vampire. 
These days I hear people from uh, a certain district eat human beings. Here in Uganda, I think the district is in Uganda. I don't know how true it is. But then if it was in Uganda, they would refer to that district. If this happened in Uganda, then they would say that this man must be coming from there. And the Bible says, many of his disciples left. The church, the church reduced in one service. Actually, they didn't wait for the service to stop. Before the service ended, they said, this is a hard saying. No one can stand it. And they left. And the church went back to 12 members and the pastor was the certainth one. Can I hear amen? And uh, Jesus did not, did not change the someone. He turned to the, seven, to, to the twelve and told them the gates are wide open and, uh, and I'm not explaining what I have said. If you have not understood it, you are free to go. Maybe Judas Iscariot started touching his Bible, wanted to leave. But then he, he kind of held on. And then Peter stood and said, Where can we go? Amen. Amen. Where can we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and assure that thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. He said we believe and we are sure May God help us to be like Peter. Where can we go? No other place. You are the only safe place where we can be. In other words, no one has a great offer like you have given us. To walk with you is a privilege to us. And we are very sure you are that Christ that we've been looking for. And you are the son of a living God. This must have struck Peter. Praise God. I doubt whether we are like that. And you say, 
Where can we go? We are very sure. This is the message of the last day. There is no other. And you are very sure. Nothing can shake you. Amen. That is where we should reach as believers. And say, where can we go? I am very sure this is the only way. This is the only revelation. In these last days, this is the only church that God calls his church. And I am very sure this is the true prophet from God. When others are saying, you are a cult, you are following a man, you are Branhamite, and you are saying, Where can we go? Only this message is the only true revealed word of God. And we are sure. Amen. Not that I understood, no. To be sure goes beyond understanding. You even believe what you don't understand. But I am very sure this is the only message that is going to take the bride. Where can we go? And I want to say, if you don't believe, this is the only true way you are free to go. Even if the pastor meets 12 in In the next service, we shall explain that the servant left when we said this is the only true way. And even these ones, you can also ask them if they want to go, the doors are wide open. Do you want to go? Amen. Amen. Now, Let me quote something here. Now, what did Jesus have that was so much different than anyone else? Why was was he different from the rabbis? The rabbi was a priest. Respected. He was a teacher. A scholar. Probably in the world's education. Far beyond Jesus. Amen. Amen. And now Jesus is asking, He doesn't have the education. 
See, the prophet said, we have no record of Jesus ever going to school. Or learning from any man. He did not need it. Amen? Amen. He didn't need to go to school. For us, we may need to go to school. But Jesus' school would add him nothing. He knew everything. Even what they were teaching, he knew it. Maybe he would be their teacher. He didn't need to go to school. He didn't need to schools. He was the author of the word himself. Let me say like this. Not only the author, but he was the word himself. Whatever good they learned from the theology schools, whatever good not their bad. Not their misinterpretation. But whatever they, they taught and was in line with the word, they were teaching Jesus. Amen. Some of them those days, they were still in the astrological schools. And they would teach about the coming Messiah. Who is going to be born of a virgin. They had even prepared virgins in their palaces. They didn't know that the Messiah, they are teaching about in their theological schools is already on earth that he was moving so he didn't need any teaching they needed to be taught of him you see it was revealed to him from heaven what to do. And this heavenly revelation had brought such an impression upon these disciples till Peter said where should we go to to find this and it's just a real, and it's just as real tonight. Where would we go to to find this? Man? Amen. If we didn't come, to, if where would we go if to find this if we had not come to Him? Now, I've wrote down here seven reasons that we must why we must come to, to Jesus. We, we shall not finish them. Now, let me start with the first one. Why Jesus Yesu. 
Why? What was it Jesus had that was different? Why should he be the only one? And not Muhammad. And not Buddha. And not the Pope. Why Jesus only? The first thing, Jesus said, I am the way. Yesu yagamba nti nze kubo. Now, kati. There is only one way. Waliwe kubo ni muri yoka to heaven. Erigenda muguru. And there is one God. Ate waliwe katondo omu. And one way to get there. Ne kubo ni merigenda yo. There are not many ways. Sima kubo manji. But there is only one way to get there. And Jesus said, I am that way. Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. There is no other way. That's why I, I, I don't know. What, what the, the Muslims are thinking. Because at least Muhammad did not claim to be the way. Because he was also sure he is not the, the way. But Jesus did not just claim. He knew what he was talking about. I am the way. And there is no other way. There is no way you can heaven. If you are not going through me, I am the only way. In other words, I am not like Kampala. Heaven is not like Kampala. But when you come from Kawempe, you will enter Kampala. You come from Entebbe, you enter Kampala. You come from Soroti, you enter Kampala. You come from Masaka, you enter Kampala. No, sir. There is only one way. And that way is Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. He, he did not even say that you know this religion is the way. You, you preach to people and they tell you, you know these are just different ways to enter. You go through the Catholic system you enter heaven. Go through the, the Pentecostal, you enter heaven. Those are liars. They are deceivers. Our master told us. I personal pronoun. I one person. I am the only true way. Amen. Yes, they are claiming the other way. That is very right. They may be the ways that are going to other places. But heaven has only one way. And that way is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you cannot enter unless you come through him. There is no other alternative. Let me 
There is no shortcut. There is no where to try. The only way is the Lord Jesus. And to enter heaven, you must enter in that way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, we are so glad that we have discovered that way. We have seen that way. And we must take the way. That way of Jesus Christ. It is straight and narrow. And there are very few that find it. But the way that goes destruction. The Bible says it is very wide. And there are very many that find it. But we, the few ones, the chosen one, the blessed one, the favored one, by Jesus himself, and he opened our eyes. Amen. It is narrow. Let me say like this. You need microscopes. That is able to adjust for you to see that way. It is very narrow. And there are very few that find it. But those that find it if you have found it oh do whatever it takes it may require to lose your friends but it is worth losing your friends it may require you to separate from that old boyfriend but it is worth it amen very few, you Catholics and Protestants, whatever, who are saying we are the way, we found the way we are going to heaven. We are not sure where you are going. But by the fact that you are very many in the world, it is an indicator you are not the way. Amen. Amen. That alone, without even using any spiritual whatever. Because the Bible is true. Let every man's word be alive. But God's word be true. There are very few that find that way. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We that have found it, let's be glad. Let's take it. Let's push ourselves. Let's enter in. It is straight and narrow. That's why drunkards can never enter there. Drunkards need a bigger way. Even by the way they walk. They go staggering. This way doesn't need It It is straight and narrow. And very few. You must squeeze yourself there. Be very careful. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't, 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 
not turn to Abba. Don't turn to Abba. The moment you turn, we shall be sure you've never entered that way. This way has no branching. Hey, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, praise God. I am very glad. One day, I was in the mosque doing Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. I did not know what they meant. Kumba was in a bigger way. And the Lord was very gracious. He gave me a microscope. And I looked into his word. I said, oh, glory to God. I was lost. I took that narrow way. And here I am. I am still pressing on. No matter what comes my way. I must push myself. I may have weaknesses. Yes, because I'm a human being. But I am sure my Redeemer will take care of my weaknesses. He shed his blood. He knew I'll make some mistakes somewhere. And then he put the blood. And there that blood is always speaking better things about me. Telling the Father though he's fallen he can make it. Though he's fallen he can wake up. He can continue on. There is only one way. That way is the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on my brother. Come walk with me. Come walk with me. Let us enter that way. Let us go the narrow way. Jesus Christ is that straight and narrow way. Oh, glory, glory, glory. You need to walk there. The Bible says, let down every weight and every sin that easily beset you. And let us run the race. Why lay down? Why lay down? This way is very narrow. You don't need any luggage. You don't need anything to carry with you. Yes, you don't need sapuli. You need to lay that down. You need to lay that down. You don't need catechism. You need to lay that down. You don't need Mother Mary. Mother Mary, you need to lay that down. Let me tell you, my brother, my friend. Mother Mary, she's also in that narrow way. She took it. She pressed herself. I believe she made it. Amen. Amen. Straight is the gate. Narrow is the way. And they are very few. Very few. Jesus gave a parable. Of a rich man. That made a, a, a way a party. And he sent. Sent messengers. To go and invite. His friends. To come. 
and dine at the dinner. When they reached there, they had many reasons. One said that just married. We need honeymoon. Another said I've just hired a, uh, I've just hired a yoke. Of oaks. And we need to try them out. So we are sorry we shall not come. And when all his friends refused, he told the messengers. Now, now go in the streets. Call all the beggars. Call all the poor. Whoever was not even worthy. Call them. Let them come. At the feast. Oh, glory. Amen. He left his friends. He went for the beggars. He went for the poor. The mind. Those ones that are forsaken by the world. He invited them. The master is calling. They must have looked at themselves. Me? At the party of that rich man. Me? I, I can't. Say sure. He has invited you. Just come. Said me to be sure. I must follow. I must go with you. To be very sure. And surely, all that were invited, they were going with a messenger to make sure that the messenger is true. It is true. He has been sent. By the rich man. Let me tell you, my brother. We have a rich man. The Lord Jesus Christ. He sent his messenger. William Marion Branham. William Marion Branham. Some people have said, We can't follow him. We can't follow him. He's a man like me. Yes. The messengers were men. They were men. But they knew. They knew the home of the rich man. But us, we have looked at ourselves. Said, are you sure? You mean he has called me? Jesus said, yes. To be sure, I must follow you. I must follow your message. Wherever it tells me, I must follow. Receive the Holy Ghost. I must receive. Repent your sins. I must repent. Be cleansed. I must must be cleansed. Don't put on trousers, lady. I forsake them. Don't drink. Follow the messenger. These ones that were called did not think of their homes. No, I didn't close my house. It is an urgent call. This is already an organized party. That's why when we had the call, we did not think about our religion. We said, this is the truth. I'm too glad you are following a messenger. Amen. 
Let me say like this. Are you glad you are following a man who is the messenger of our rich man, the Lord Jesus? I am so happy. How do I have known this? I praise God. We are so glad. God sent us a prophet in these last days. Amen. Amen. And then after inviting these friends, these poor people, beggars on the streets, they were all given the same attire. The same garment for them to deserve to enter. Whoever would come at the gate, he would give them a robe. He would be given a robe that indicates that you, you came following the messenger. <laughs> Have this robe as a confirmation. You are truly invited. Meaning, even among the beggars, not all beggars were called. The beggars that were called, they gave them a special robe. Amen. Amen. And they Whoever, everyone. And we are also here. As followers of the messenger. There is a robe. That if you truly come following. Doing every word. God gives you a robe. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. It is the same Holy Ghost that, that is entitled to all of us. Amen. 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 And then on the party day, the master looked around and he saw a man who was so different from the rest. And he asked, how did he enter? Amen. Amen. How did that person enter in here? The Bible says, Bible the man was speechless. Because whoever went through that door, which is Christ, received a robe. Now this one, there is only one way he entered. Either, either he came in through the window. Or he must have jumped in somewhere. Or used the back, I don't know, the back door, whatever. And because he did not use the provided way, they bound him and cast him out. Praise God. Now, I'm saying Jesus is the only, only. 
the one of the major reasons why we follow him is the only true way that has been given to mankind. Amen? Amen. Now, Kati. you see, uh, when people get, the prophet talks about a certain young man who was having problems with his ear. And they went to see a certain doctor. And then this doctor was... Uh, this, this doctor told him of, us, uh, of what he's suffering from. And at that time, it was, it was so complicated issue. That the disease had reached at a level that he could not manage. And he said, I want, I am going to send you to a certain doctor. Was a rich old doctor. He was a, an old doctor. <laughs> and he sent him there. For further inspection. And when he reached there. The doctor. Diagnosed the sickness. And it was true like the first doctor told him. And he told him, but I am old and a little bit shake so I cannot perform the operation. But I But I know only one other doctor in the whole world is the only one. If he fails, you are gone. He had been given six months to live. And then he went to this doctor Actually, he, he didn't go to the doctor because the doctor was too busy moving to an you know, specialist. So he asked this doctor, can't you call him for me? Said, I'm going to call, but I'm not sure whether he will give you time. So somehow, they called the doctor and the doctor agreed to make that operation. He was the only one in the entire world who could do that operation. And no other. So it was a matter of death or get the doctor. And they performed the operation. Thanks be to God. The operation was successful. And the boy lived. Amen. Amen. Now. That is how our Jesus is. It is the on is the only one in the whole world. Yeah, yeah, ka, musiona. 
other ways are sinking sand. Whether Methodist, Catholic, Presbyterian, whatever it is, we are all sinking sand. Until you meet this last doctor who is the only specialist in the way that leads us to eternal life. And that specialist is called Dr. Jesus. He is the only true way. And when we come to him, you come when you have lost all options. You have nowhere to turn. You are like saying, where can we go? You are the only man who knows the way. Without you, I am lost. Amen. Amen. But you see people come when they have their plan B. Let me try it out. This is not trying. This doctor has no time to waste on people who are trying out. That's why he told the others, I know you are trying out on my bread. You are trying out on my miracles. But if you don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part in me. When they had that, they left. He turned on a 12. Do you also want to go? Where can we go? Brethren, where can we go? Jesus is the only one. He has been there for us. Yes, we also ate the bread. Yes, we saw the miracles. But we saw more than the bread. We saw more than the miracles. This one has words of eternal life. And he is the only one. No other religion has it. But Jesus Christ. He's the only true way. I am so glad to be one of his followers. Amen. Amen. That is it. And we must remember He's the only way. If you are in Christ, you come in Christ by being born into Christ. Praise God. See? Now, there is no need to tell the people the way and that's and what is the way unless you tell them how to get into it. I'm trying to see the watch. Now, you are born into Christ. And you become part of him. 
You become a new creature. When you are born in the kingdom of God, you become a part of Christ. You see, I was born in the Branham family. And I became a Branham by birth. And that's the way you become part of Christ. And that's the way you get into the way. By a new birth. That is right. And that's how you get into the way. And Jesus said, I am the way. See, we could stay long on that. But let me just, let me just give this last point. Because I'm seeing it's already ancient. I'll finish in five minutes. Another thing. Why we come to Christ. Jesus is the only safe and sure foundation. Is the only safe and sure foundation that anything can be built on. That is right. It is the only foundation that can be built upon. All other foundations they are seeking sand. But Jesus is the sure and firm Firm foundation. He gave up a story of two, of two builders. Those that were given, that, that wanted to build, that build their houses. And one was a foolish one. One was a wise one. But the wise one, he built. His son on a rock, his, his, his house on a rock. And the Bible says the wind blew. Floods came. They all hit that house. But the house was very strong. It was very firm. And it did not fall. But what happened to the other one? Who built on sand? When those things came, they hit the house. The Bible said, Great was the fall. But this wise one, he built his house on a rock. And Jesus is that rock. He is the rock where we must build our houses. Sure foundation. Trust no any other. But trust in Christ. He's the only one. You can't build on, build on your beauty. That beauty will fade away. It will be no more. You just need one sickness. And whoever will see you at not want to look at you again. That cabinet will not be there. Yeah. It will be gone. That cabinet will not be there. It will be gone. Uh, those bombs will not be there. They will be gone. These clothes 
you boast in, there will be just getting things to tie. Huh? You, you see this wakada, you are laughing at them. That's where you are heading. You see like these old ladies. Amen. One of these days, the moment those chicks will be like uh, and whoever was calling you chick, I think now it will be hen. You will be gone. No figure. You are there among us. You are gone. But they that have built their houses on a sure and firm foundation. Let me tell you, my brother, yes, those things will come. They will shake that house. They will make it old. They will make it sick. But one of these days, our master is going to give us repair. He will repair these bodies. We shall be back like 18 years around there. Oh, glory! Amen. He's a sure firm foundation. Why don't you give your life to him? He's one insurance company <laughs> that I know of that assures you life after death. Yes, sir. Amen. So if you have your beauty and you don't want to lose it, better ensure it in Jesus. Amen. Yes, sir. Whatever you have, it's only safe when it is in Jesus' hands. Let us stand up. I wish I had more time. Jesus is the only firm foundation. Yes, Christo, we have seen you. Do you believe that? Oh, Kirisecho. Amen. Amen.